Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the J&M Sports Wrestling uh, Sports and Wrestling Podcast. And tonight, we want to do a special wrestling episode and talk about the big match being built up right now in New Japan Pro Wrestling between WWE guy Chris Jericho and New Japan Pro Wrestling superstar Kenny Omega. Now Lane, New Japan is more in your wheelhouse. So explain to everybody out here why they should be invested in this match, why they should order it. Right off the bat, it's different. It's different, but it's familiar. Yes, it's New Japan, and most of the competitors over there are of Japanese descent. However, it's Kenny Omega, and they're on Ring of Honor, so they got you know exposure here in the U.S., and it's Chris Jericho, nine-time IC champion, six-time world champion, it's not WWE. That is the biggest selling point. It's not WWE. I will tell you this. With what we saw with not only Chris Jericho making the jump on Kenny Omega, there was something different about that attack on Kenny Omega. And the fact is, is that there was blood in that attack, which is something you're not seeing in WWE very much you know, right now. And I think for that, it really sells the viciousness of Chris Jericho. I mean, his, that vicious side of him attacking Kenny Omega was the old Chris Jericho that threw Shawn Michaels, you know, into the Jeritron 5000. That's the side of Chris Jericho that I love to see, and I think that's going to make for one hell of a match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. Well, also, you don't even see blood in New Japan that often either. Is that right? I mean, every now and again, if you get like a Shibata headbutt, you'll see it. Or, you know, if it's a real big match, maybe. But, I mean, in, you know, the language and the finger gesture from Jericho, you don't see that at all in WWE. And you, and you don't see blood, really, any, anywhere else either. I mean, it's they're going all out for this. I mean, especially if you think about it. I mean, Jericho's not going to jump to New Japan no, no. to have just a match. He's no WWE's 20 years. has never wrestled a match anywhere else. Well, So we don't think Jericho's going to bring his A game. Or Kenny Omega, for that matter, with the opportunity that he has just being in the ring. And what this means for, for Kenny Omega with Jericho actually coming over there to him. I mean, it's gonna. It, I, that, that's the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, in my opinion. That's the reason I'm buying it. I'm not buying it for the Okada match or, or a Young Buck match match this is the reason i'm going to purchase new japan world that's perfect and and just to be clear what lane is saying is that since jericho has been in wwe he has not wrestled for another promotion since then so just to put that out there on the record because we all know jericho's you know career you know he wrestled in wcw he he did some tours over you know over in japan did wrestle you know did wrestle in new japan when they were you know affiliated with wcw so Jericho is very familiar with that region. He even said himself he's toured there over 60 times. So it's not like Jericho is going into this not, you know, he's not going into it wondering what to expect. He already knows what to expect. And then some. That he's been in Japan. He's done tours of Mexico, Puerto Rico. I mean, he, he can do any style. And I expect... Expect to see some Lucha Libre in this, too. Not just strong style, not just the Japan style, but expect to see almost every style 
except for WWE. There'll probably be some of that in there too, but if you've never seen any of Chris Jericho's work outside of WWE, you'll you'll be in for a treat. You know what really makes this, you know, like you were saying about Jericho giving the middle finger and then Jericho, you know, you know, unleashing the profanity. It's WWE is under the PG era right now, and I've all, and I've been on record saying I think WWE needs to consider going to PG thirteen. Um, oh, I'm sorry, TV fourteen. Um, type of programming. I mean, I'm not necessarily sure you need the blood for that, but I mean, to act like everyone is all hokey dokey, and I mean, the only guys that get away with that really is you know Brock Lesnar and John Cena, right? I mean, those are the only two guys that can get away with you know cursing on TV. But guys, we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back to continue to talk about Omega and Jericho New Japan. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back to continue to talk about the match that's being built up in New Japan Pro Wrestling between Chris Jericho, WWE guy, against Kenny Omega, New Japan, and Lane to continue to talk about what, you know, we've hit on already. This really has a chance to cross-promote both companies, and I think it's a big there's a big chance that this thing could be definitely a win-win for not only WWE because it will bring more exposure to not only Chris Jericho but just like you said earlier this is a big chance for Kenny Omega to show just how damn good he really is and I don't see a scenario where this is a lose-lose unless both of them don't bring their A game Even, even, well, I mean, I, I think they're going to bring their A game, but even if they, for some reason, it doesn't hit all cylinders, they're still going to get the, the subscriptions for New Japan World. They're still going to get the buzz. I mean, Chris Jericho's got a big enough name. It's not like it's James Ellsworth coming over from WWE. I mean, Jericho's a legend. So, I, 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 even, like I said, even if, before the match even starts, you know, the, it's already going to be good for both. But I, I honestly believe that this will probably be, probably be one of Jericho's best matches at his age. And I believe Jericho will push himself to the limits, if you will, to do everything he can to make sure this match is great. That, you know, that is a big state because Jericho has been wrestling almost, what, close to, you know, three decades. And Jericho has had a lot of big matches and, a you know, in a lot of companies. And Jericho goes around saying he's the best in the world. And if he still is the best in the world, we're going to see it. We're going to see just exactly, you know, how good he still really is because he's going to get reinvigorated because it's going to be a different style. One that he's familiar with, but one he hasn't really, you know, utilized in a very long time. And, and there he can do Lucha Libre, he can do strong style, he can do, you know, stuff that he did in WCW when he was a member of the cruiserweight division. This this for Jericho, I think we're gonna see I totally agree with you. I think we're gonna see probably the best Chris Jericho we've seen in probably about ten years. And that's not me knocking on you know, knocking on him or the work he's done in WWE, but I think we're gonna see a chip on Chris Jericho's shoulder 
because he's going to want to go out there and not only prove to Omega, but prove to everybody who doubts him that he's still the best in the world. I don't know if you follow him on Twitter, but someone asked him, um, I believe on Tuesday, what can we expect from the match? And his answer was really, it was really tricky because he said, the great thing about being Chris Jericho is I have my own schedule. And I don't remember exactly what he said. He was basically saying that he can take more chances and take more risks that you wouldn't normally see out of Jericho because he has the time to rest and heal. So Jericho also said that if... Not in kayfabe, but if he honestly can't go with Kenny Omega, then he won't call himself the best in the world anymore. He said that out of character... He said, if he can't go with Kenny Omega, he will no longer use that. And that's his, been his slogan. That's been his catchphrase. That's been him since, to what, 2008, 2009? Yeah. yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. I mean, a decade he's been using that. He's going to give it up. So don't don't think Jericho's going to come in there and, you know, I'm a big star. I've brought the people here. I'm just worried he's going to have a match. It's, it's going to be something special. Well, and here's the thing with Jericho. Him and Cena have always said the same thing. The day that they can't hang with the younger talent, they would both step aside. This is definitely going to be a big test for Chris Jericho. But you know what? Chris Jericho always seems to prove the doubters wrong, and I don't see that being a problem. He will somehow figure it out, and I'm predicting him to go over. You're predicting him to go over? I am predicting Chris Jericho to go over Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, New Japan. Because I think if he goes over, you don't have to always necessarily win to be made, you know, to be made. You can put on a hell of a match and then losing defeat and still be made a star. And that's exactly what I think will happen. So I want your prediction when we come back from, you know, from this break. So we will be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are going to wrap up our special wrestling podcast tonight. Finishing up with swerves, the potential swerves we could see in the Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho match. And Lane, at the end of our last segment, you perfectly said you do not want the Young Bucks to interfere. You want the finish between Jericho and Omega to be decisive. And as much as, 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 much as a lot of us probably want that, what could be a potential swerve in your mind that you could see taking place at, at New Japan? The one, this is the one that I think would be the most shocking is that especially whether, whether Jericho goes over and wins or even after the match, I see, I, I don't know why, but I have a feeling that especially if he loses the Young Bucks super kick Omega at the end, and this is where he leaves the Bullet Club. You know what? I can see that. But I have one that could potentially raise the stakes, and it's probably something that not a lot of people could even imagine. Let's say Omega wins clean. Let's say that happens. Let's... He helps Jericho up. Jericho extends his hand, and Omega shakes his hand. Correct? And... All of a sudden, the lights go off, and then the lights pop back on, and you have Cody, the Young Bucks, 
Martin, you know, I can never pronounce his last name, but I think he's talking about. Yes, thank you. They all appear around Jericho. And then they take out the legend that is Chris Jericho. And I mean, he gets utterly destroyed. Crossroads, the super kick, Omega finisher, all of it. And pretty much in Chris Jericho. Give me chills. Because think about it like this. People are going to, people are probably thinking, you know what? They're going to shake hands. They're going to acknowledge each other with respect. They're going to, you know, they're going to acknowledge each other with respect. And that's simple. That's simple booking. But if you really want to complicate it and you really want to, you know, throw a swerve in there, something that's not potentially being seen coming, that would be perfect. You also got to look at it as from the point of view Who's going to be in New Japan tomorrow? Meaning the day after Wrestle Kingdom. Who's going to be there? They're not going to want Kenny Omega to, to look weak, especially after the matches that he's had with Okada and as much as they've built him up. And people are forgetting, too, this is also uh, IWPG US Heavyweight, or, uh, US Heavyweight Championship right. match. There's a title on the line. That's right. And Jericho's contract, from what he has said, from what I've heard in his, you know, in his Facebook lives. Now, again, he could just be saying this just to say face, though. But he has said it's a one night deal. It is a one night deal. And that's it. It could be Jericho just trying to trying to throw people off. Like, you know, people would ask him, hey, when you come back to WWE, and he says, you know, maybe never. And then all of a sudden he shows up a week later. It could be right. Jericho doing that. I think. If the match is as good as we think, it's going to be off the charts. I don't think Omega would look weak if he lost. I think he would still look strong. But if he did, you know, let's flip it around. Let's say Jericho goes over. Omega gets up, tries to extend his hand. And then that whole thing happens with the, you know, with, uh, you know, the Bullet Club coming down. And they just utterly take out Chris Jericho. Right there, you eliminate Omega looking weak. But that could also set up another storyline between Rhodes and Omega to see who is the actual leader of the Bullet Club because then Cody Rhodes could go around and say, well, I never would have lost to Chris. Yeah, that that's possible. Especially with his contract, Omega's contract coming up. Exactly. Rhodes versus Omega. Omega loses. He leaves New Japan. Comes to WWE just in time to get his hands on Chris Jericho. Exactly how AJ Styles did it. That's right. Lane, thank you, man. As always, you made it to the end. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the clapping button so that I know which segment you like the best. Also, be sure to hit the star button, favorite the station, and share with your friends. Now, you can find us on on the podcasts of Google Play and Pocket Casts. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys, I am back. I am sorry. My audio went dead. Um, I'm going to continue where, where we left off. Lane, one more time. Why are you getting this Kenny Omega Chris Jericho match? Alpha Omega. Alpha, Alpha versus, Alpha versus Omega. Omega. Best sure. in the world versus Bullet Club. Dream match. You never thought you would see it. Jericho hasn't wrestled anywhere else in 20 years. It sells itself. 
totally agree with you. I'm getting, you know, I want to see this match because, you know, I've been a big WWE guy since I was three. Hogan slamming Andre, that's what had, that's what had me hooked. I also watched WCW back in the day. Sting was the man for me back then, and so was Ric Flair. Um, Chris Jericho is the best in the world at selling matches and performing in high-stakes matches. We say all the time that when it comes to an absolute seller of a match, but there is no one better than Paul E. Dangerously, a.k.a. Paul Heyman. But from a wrestling standpoint, a wrestler who is able to sell a match, Chris Jericho is definitely the best in the world at it. Nobody even comes close because Chris Jericho can do it as a good guy and he can do it as a wise-ass smart guy. That's what he can do. There are so many layers to Chris Jericho. It You can't help but be impressed with how fresh he is as far as what he comes up with. The list that Jericho during his late his last run priceless. What was your also the if, uh, little piece of uh, trivia you get the first ever undisputed heavyweight champion versus the first ever IWGP United States heavyweight champion. Yep, that's never been done and it may never be done again. Exactly. This match has a chance to make make New Japan not a, a lot of money. It will make Kenny Omega a lot of yen. And it'll make Chris Jericho a lot of money. And like I said before, it's going to it's it's going to help both companies. I think but the person who has the more to gain here is Kenny Omega. Because there's a lot of people who watch WWE who may not be familiar with Kenny Omega but are familiar with Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho is going to bring some of that WWE fan base, a lot of it, over to New Japan. And they are going to get introduced to who Kenny Omega really is. Do you agree with that? And not, well, not, yeah, and not only, not only Kenny Omega, but Naito, Okada, the Young Bucks, the, the whole Bullet Club. I, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Ishii, the whole entire roster, because, I mean, if you're going to buy the pay-per-view, you're going to want to see what else is on there, you know, and uh, the whole company is going to get exposure, as well as all the wrestlers. Everyone that's on that card is going to get more exposure and, and possibly more opportunities that they wouldn't have had before, all because of Chris Jericho. He's not just helping on Mega, he's helping the whole the whole brand, the whole company, and the whole roster. Dude, that's perfectly said. And I'll tell you what, man, if you haven't watched, you know, an okay to match... Watch Omega and you know and Okada, you know, all the matches, all the matches those two have had have been show stealers. And I will tell you this, Dave Meltzer, if I hear some sort of weird rating of like eight stars after this matchup, I'm gonna go insane. (laughs) (laughs) You and me both, brother. Yeah, with those star ratings, but I I expect it to be a five star match. All right, Lane, thank you as always, man. You you definitely bring the energy to these podcasts, man. Love it, man. All right, you made it to the end. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the clapping button so that I know which segment you like the best. Also, be sure to hit the star button to favorite the station and share it with your friends. You can also now find us on Google Play and Pocket Casts. So, Lane, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye, and don't forget to call in and give us your opinions, your comments. We always welcome it.
we are looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say. And please enjoy this match, man. Once in a lifetime, just like, uh, what was it? Supposed to be The Rock and John Cena? Once in a lifetime? This will be a once in a lifetime, at least as far as New That's Japan goes. And you'll probably never see it again in New Japan. All right, you guys have an awesome night. We'll come back to you again soon. See you guys later.